0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at JoinMIDI.com.
1: The best station in the nation.
2: Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now.
1: Scoreboard watching, I'm Jeff Nathanson. Major League Baseball opening day. The St. Louis Cardinals visiting the Pittsburgh Pirates. Top of the sixth inning right now, Francisco Liriano still on the mound for Pittsburgh. He is uh, so far pitched a shutout. But the Cardinals have a couple of runners on now in the sixth inning. The score, Pirates 2, Cardinals nothing in the sixth inning. Lariano also has an RBI in this game. Coming up, it's the Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. Marcus Stroman against Chris Archer in that one. Men's College Basketball Monday. Villanova takes on North Carolina for the Men's Basketball National Championship. North Carolina is about a two to two and a half point favorite in this game for Roy Williams. One of the keys this year for North Carolina has been the leadership of Marcus Page.
3: Marcus has been a leader ever since I've known him. His junior year, his high school team won a state championship. He was with five seniors, but I thought he was the leader of that team. It comes naturally to him. He's a point guard. It's a part of the position. Basically, since the first day he stepped on the court, he's been a leader and as good a leader as I've ever had.
1: Villanova head coach Jay Wright in the news today, being named the Naismith Coach of the Year for the great season Villanova had. This time around NBA four games coming up in about a half an hour Charlotte and Cleveland Oklahoma City and Houston Washington and the LA Clippers and Dallas and Minnesota on the ice right now a big game between Chicago and Boston they're in the third period two minutes to play in the contest Blackhawks six Bruins four. Patrick Kane has a hat trick in that one for Chicago giving him 43 goals on the season. What makes this game interesting is it was 6-0 Chicago. It's now 6-4. Auto Racing Kevin Harvick leads on lap 228 on the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series at
3: Martinsville. This is NBC Sports Radio. This is KCAA. Inland Body and Paint is a family-owned and operated fleet collision and repair shop that's proud to live in and help our community. Bring your heavy-duty trucks and or equipment to their Fleet Collision and Paint Center in Fontana for expert collision repair services. With 35 years of experience, you're sure to receive quality workmanship at an excellent price from Inland Body and Paint Center. From fiberglass repairs to quality painting, they'll take care of your truck and equipment from top to bottom in their new 64-foot spray booth. By the way, Inland Body and Paint of Fontana repaired and repainted the KCAA truck, and they can do the same job for your car, truck, or heavy-duty equipment. Inland Body & Paint, dedicated to the community and to your satisfaction. Call them today to learn what they can do for you. You can find Inland Body & Paint on Valencia in Fontana. Call them at 909 434 or online at inlandbodyandpaint.com. It's time for the KCAA Community Calendar, brought to you exclusively by Learn for Life. I'm Mark Westwood with the KCAA Community Calendar. Join Time for a Change Foundation's 13th annual Star-Studded Awards Gala, honoring local community heroes, all in efforts to help homeless women and their families become self-sufficient. This year, Orange is the New Black Star, Taylor Schilling, will be present. So register today at timeforchangefoundation.org or help sponsor the event at timeforchangefoundation.org. This star-studded awards gala will be held Friday, April 15th from 6 till 9 p.m. in Ontario. Call 909-886-2994. And that's the KCAA Community Calendar on 1050 a.m. and 106.5 f.m. KCAA Community Calendar is presented exclusively by Learn for Life, where students can complete their education on a part-time basis. To find a resource center near Stu, call 1-877-360-LEARN.
4: Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Wamsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to GetMyMapNow.com. That's GetMyMapNow.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. This is Clyde DeGlide Drexler. Open season is always in season, right here on your radio.
0: At KCAA 1050 AM and 106.5 FM, join Larry Burnett and the guys as they talk sports. KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind.
5: Welcome to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Each week on this program, Jeff and his guests share their expertise, personal anecdotes, and the latest industry news to keep you in the loop. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the consistently changing world of real estate lending, here is your host for The Mortgage Voice, Jeff Barton.
6: Welcome everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. 888-713-2929 is our telephone number. Pick up the phone, call us right now. We have some terrific programs and rates, great guests on the show talking about what you can do to get a home loan, whether it be a refinance or a purchase. The market is really primed for some price increases as well as possible rate hikes this year. So if you want to do something in the loan business, and I know everyone gets sick of that kind of push to go do something, but it really is happening right now, and um, the relaxed guidelines with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are allowing more people to borrow this year than they did last year, and because the prices have yet to see the spike in increase in um, cost, uh, it it is a a really good time to get into the market. So if you can pick up the phone and give us a call, we will give you great information if that's what you're looking for. If you're looking for a great loan officer, go to our website at www.malibufunding.net, Take a look at the people who are there, um, some of the uh, experiences that they have. Certainly, we have about 43 licensed loan officers in six different states. So I'm sure somebody on that list, some profile you're going to see, you're going to like, and you're going to connect with them. And it always, as always, you can call me personally. I'm Jeff Barton, the owner of the company, as well as the broker. Um, what we've done today is to bring to the show some great people uh, talking about new programs, new rates. Uh, we have some account executives, and with us today once again uh, is Kim Soash, and she's with Homebridge Loans. And uh, Kim, how are you today?
7: I'm great, Jeff. Thanks for asking, and thanks for having me on the show today. Well, I'm
6: really happy now. Homebridge, uh, for the audience, we have done business with them for a number of years, and. Um, As a result, we have a terrific relationship as well as a working relationship with all their underwriters and the people who handle the process for the loans for the bank as well as for us. Kim, uh, that I have you on the show, what do you see are some of the trends that we're seeing in the mortgage industry different from, let's say, a year ago in that um, trying to bring new business to the market? What's easier today than wasn't? How are we going to get people loans? Well,
7: I think that, um, you know, we've, we keep talking about the anticipation of the rates increasing and, you know, thank goodness we've kind of enjoyed, um, a low rate environment, even though they're starting to creep up a little bit. They're still very, very low. Uh, Fannie Mae, um, the agencies Fannie Mae and Freddie, I think have decided to make home purchasing easier for borrowers and have loosened up their guidelines somewhat. Um, it, there used to be a real, uh, difference between doing what is uh, uh, known to be a conventional loan, which is 417 uh, loan amount or lower, right. and then anything higher than that, uh, there were differences in credit requirements or uh, loan to values. And all of those, uh, the agencies have come and made those all the same across the board, high balance, low balances, uh, all the same requirements. So I think that's kind of an indicator that they want to make things a little easier for consumers to purchase now and, or refinance.
6: Now, do you think that's because the market has 100% recovered in the real estate world, or is it that they just want to see new borrowers coming to the table?
7: Uh, it's probably a combination of both. I wouldn't say that the market has recovered 100%, um, but it's be, it's due to market recovery, and I, and I think they do want to see... Um, uh, new borrowers come in, and um, and I think that due to some of the changes that were, you know, a little bit harsh for us over the past few years, they are seeing an improvement in borrowers. We're seeing a better borrowers come through, so they're feeling a comfort level in uh, loosening up some of those guidelines.
6: You know, interestingly enough, um, in terms of the market recovery, I know that people out there are still pretty, uh, they're nervous, they're scared. I see some programs coming to the market, however, which. Um, causes me to take a pause in what is considered a safe loan, which would be a conventional loan, $417,000, or an FHA loan or some agency government loan that that is insured. Uh, The stated loans, the programs that were non-QM, which, of course, meet the federal guidelines to be purchased by Freddie, Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae. What do you think of these programs, and does Homebridge offer anything like that?
7: Well, Homebridge is offering, um, a product, uh, not quite stated. I think, you know, there's fear of history repeating itself, right, um, course. and just falling right back into the, um, alt dock environment or the subprime, uh, you know, that got us, uh, in trouble in the first place. And, and, um, not that actually all of those loans were bad loans. They just weren't the right loan for every consumer. They, they, they were very borrower specific and they, it kind of got out of hand, but, um HomeBridge is offering a reduced DOC product called um, Expanded Plus, which is a bank statement program. So it's not no DOC or stated. Uh, it's just reduced uh, documentation for self-employed borrowers who, due to the way that they – um, you know, the way that they calculate do their, taxes. their income. Right. Correct. Yeah. that that's uh, more beneficial. So it's not no doc, but it's reduced documentation.
6: So what would happen? I'm a small business owner and I make uh, through my business X amount of dollars and I pay myself and that would show up in the bank statements versus on your tax returns. Is that how you're looking at it?
7: Yeah. What they would do is actually take it. You'd have to be a hundred percent owner of your business. Right. Um, and then they would take the business bank statements or personal bank statements. Um, but as long as they're 100% owner of their business, you would calculate all the deposits of uh, 12 months or 24 months of bank statements, um, add up the deposits, divide by the amount of months that you're using, and then that have to be supported with the P&L. wouldn't have to be an audited P&L, but you'd have right. to support it with the P&L that after expenses, that income, you know, uh, substantiates or it, it lines up with the income you're using off of the bank statements.
6: Well, that sounds like a lot of the people out there. We were talking earlier And I was, you know, there's a lot of political sentiment back and forth about the governor's attempt to raise minimum wage here in California to $15 an hour to 2020. And that there there are pros and cons to that and whether it hurts small business or helps small business. But in so doing, uh, trying to lay out a path for businesses who are sole proprietor, but, you know, viable businesses that make money to be able to purchase a home. Uh, without necessarily paying themselves a huge salary, getting double taxed. So this is probably a pretty good solution for that.
7: I think it's a good solution, and I think it's not too risky of a solution for the lender too, because what we don't want to get back involved in, you know, risky, risky products where. Um, you know the borrowers doing so little documentation that it's a real surprise at the end of the day that they that the, you know that the income wasn't there this is this is a pretty good way to uh you know evaluate income and uh, still safe for the lender i think
6: okay very good now you are the uh, um, account executive for Malibu Funding with Homebridge right
7: I am. I am. Uh, well, congratulations. I that title. No, Thank it's you.
6: really good. I know that we had had uh, several uh, account executives over the year, and I've worked with Kim in a number of different capacities through uh, a couple of different companies, and I'm very happy to have her on board. Uh, very um, customer-friendly, product-knowledgeable. All that kind of stuff really helps when we have uh questions come to you like this bank statement program or like any any program that we would come to the account executive. So understand anybody who's listening out there that the relationships that your mortgage broker or mortgage banker has with the uh, company that you're going to do the loan with is about as important as anything else within the loan package because solving problems and there are a number of different issues that come up on every loan is really what the relationship um, lends itself to doing, and I, and I don't mean that in a pejorative sense. So we, we really do help each other to try to help you, the customer. And I think that personal relationship is what I like about Kim. So I want to thank you for obviously being the new AE. Well, thank
7: you, Jeff. I appreciate those kind words. and. Uh... And always uh, hope to be more than just a uh, representative with rate sheets to your um, your uh, loan officers and to your brokers, but to uh, provide uh, a resource of information, keep them updated with uh, all the changes that our market is doing, um, lots of them very exciting changes. And uh, and our goal here at HomeBridge is to, you know, we're all on the same team. Our goal right. is to help uh, borrowers, you know, get in their homes, get their loans funded, and uh, have a happy experience.
6: What do you see the rates doing in the next thirty to ninety days? Do you see? Do you think it's going to jump uh, uh, three times this year, two times this year? I, you know, I
7: really am afraid to answer that question because every time I tell you rates are going to go up, <laughs> they went down.
6: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, odd, right? It is true. I mean, I've been waiting for the rates to actually go up, even though they raised they raised the rates a quarter point in December. It really didn't do anything to the rates at all.
7: No, and then we got another little teeny drop that gave us a you know a, a mini. Re- if i boom here a month ago, right so it's you never can tell what's going to happen we're anticipating uh, we're always anticipating that they're going to go up that they can't they won't stay this low forever um right. they, they just won't so uh we're expecting them to go up they have creeped up a little bit but um it's, it's still very affordable it's still a great time to be purchasing or refinancing um
6: a home thanks very much for coming on the show kim at short notice as always you You bring an enlightened view as to what my customers, the customers out there for you, uh, can rely upon in terms of products and people that they work with. Thanks very much. This is Kim Soash from HomeBridge, and I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
5: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. This is The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For questions or comments, send emails to info at malibufunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton.
6: Welcome, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We're Malibu Funding, Inc., And our telephone number is 888-713-2929. If you want to pick up the phone and give us a call and talk about mortgages, talk about refinances, talk about anything to do with your house and how you can maximize either your lowest payment or you need some money to take out for hospital bills. Maybe you've got a college kid that needs some uh, boost into his first uh, job until he gets his first job or her first job. There are so many opportunities to use money wisely these days, and I I use that term very, very uh, cautiously. I don't want to have people like in the last recession uh, that we went through, you know, use your house like a cash machine. No, 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 no. It's not like that. But there are emergencies out there. I know that there's a lot of elderly people who uh, need a reverse mortgage so that they don't have to pay mortgages anymore because they have a fixed income. Uh, In given this and all the number of things that you need for loans, uh, you could email us, info at MalibuFunding.net. We're also online. Facebook, colon Malibu Funding, pops right up. And uh, Malibu Funding, colon Home Loans, and uh, you can see us at Facebook. We're on Twitter. We've got a blog called Barton Blog. There's all kinds of ways that we get in touch with you. but. Really, what we want to do is have you get in touch with us because we got a great guest right now on the line. Uh, he's Brian Hewitt from uh, REMN, and uh, Remon we've done business with for a number of years. And Brian, how are you today?
2: I'm doing well, Jeff. How are you today?
6: Oh, we're just terrific. Uh, I want to just let everybody else out there in uh, radio world know that uh, uh, Brian has helped us uh, grow our business through our. Uh, Merging mortgage banker channel, and uh, we really appreciate that and it gives flexibility to us to be able to help customers in pricing loans into different programs and to be able to get them uh, obviously what they need in a loan. Brian, could you just uh, maybe explain to the audience a little bit about uh, who you are because uh, you 're sort of new on the show, and uh, you know we have a good following and like to have people know who who we have on the show, and then uh, a little bit about some of the programs over at Remen.
2: Oh, certainly. Um, I've been in the mortgage industry as a wholesale account executive for probably the last 15 to 20 years, and prior to that I was a retail loan officer, so I know both sides of the transactions. Mm -hmm. Um, Remen as a lender what we are all about is customer service. We realize that most people going through a mortgage transaction is the most important transaction in their life. So we, we take the customer serious part very seriously. Once a file was submitted to us, it's either underwritten the same day or the following day. And it's been like that since 2002. Um, lemon is as a lender and servicer. So we service all our own loans. Um, we are a fully delegated jumbo lender. We do a tremendous amount of high-balance loans and, of course, conforming, you know, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, the j type stuff. Um, another product that we do, and we do very well, is renovation loans. Um, I read an article recently that there's, in 2016, they anticipate about $1.5 billion in renovation, or I'm sorry, $150 billion in renovation loans to be done in 2016. Um, so that's something that we see a lot
6: of. Um, it can... Brian, is is that like the 203K loan, or is this some new type of product for people who want to re, refinance or, or take a renovation loan? Is this on a purchase? Is it on refinance?
2: You know, the interesting thing is the renovation loan is really, there's a Fannie Mae version It's called the HomeStyle, and then
8: right.
2: there's 203K with SHA. The renovation itself is more dictated by the borrower's qualification. Um, a superior qualified borrower would do a Fannie Mae or somebody with just a little more credit challenge,
8: mm-hmm.
2: with an FHA program. But, um, I mean, I'll give you an example. Okay. One that we're seeing a lot of recently is landlords that own investment properties. They've had a long-term tenant in it. Right. The tenant moves out and. Property could rent for tremendously more if it was brought up to today's standards as far as kitchens, bathrooms, that type of stuff. The landlord doesn't have to put their own money into it. It's a rate and term renovation refi, and we can lend up to seventy five percent on a single, a single unit.
6: And so, um, so, so let me get this clear: during the recession, a lot of people bought properties, extra properties, had cash, went out there into the marketplace when properties were incredibly depressed bought houses, and got tenants in there just to pay the, the mortgage. And now those leases have come due. Tenants have moved out, and rice, uh, rents have actually gone way up. So if they use a loan product like this to fix the home up, they could probably get the top, the, the top rent in the, in the area.
2: That That's kind of what the thinking is? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So they, their property all of a sudden cash flows because we're not using the current market value. We're actually using the completed renovation value.
6: I see. I see. And where do, where do, how do you determine what rents will be? Is there sort of a, a general idea, uh, a company that puts that information together for you?
2: Well, our, the appraisers, what, what we do is we give them a copy of the bid for the work to be done. so mm-hmm. They can take a look at the quality of what the end product's going to be. And then through their channels, they'll find like properties and see what the market rents for those properties are.
6: I see. So basically the loan, the cost of the renovation is all backed up by what the appraiser would say they could get for the rents, and this is how you amortize it out? Yes, sir. Well, that sounds really interesting in terms of a lot of people because, you know, our our listening audience is out in the Inland Empire, East L.A., uh, Northern Orange County, uh, certainly San Bernardino, Riverside, all of that. And there's a lot of people who bought second, third homes and are renting them out. And, you know, the tenants do move out occasionally and you have to upgrade. So upgrading yeah. the apartment obviously is going to get you a higher rent.
2: True. Especially, you know, granite countertops versus pile countertops and things like that. Um, they make a significant difference in, their, in what you can charge on your rent.
6: And you're saying the amount that they can take out of the, uh, not take out, but borrow for the fix up is determined by the appraiser.
2: Yes. So what happens is, like on a refinance, we, we, can, we use the current mortgage and the renovation cost. Right. And that's our new loan amount, plus or minus loan cost, if they want to finance them or not. Um, so on a conforming loan amount, they can do a 75 LTV mm-hmm. off of the future value. You want a high balance over 417, then we limit them to 65. But they can go all the way up to 625,000, including the renovation costs.
6: I see. So it's that loan to value, which is really the issue here for maybe some people, although we've seen tremendous um, growth. I was just reading today uh, in certain cities in Los Angeles, it's 7% year over year. Like last March, it was uh, one price and now it's 7% higher in terms of real estate prices. So that's a pretty good indication of the last four or five years, wouldn't you say, in the marketplace?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then this product even is is very nice for People who want to renovate their own house because they've taken a look at the move-up market right? and realize they're not really a borrower in the move-up market, or they maybe they have the worst house on the best street. Right. All they have to do is renovate their house, and now they have the best house on the best street.
6: And these are for people who are like uh, looking to sell their house eventually or just because they want to upgrade their house?
2: Um, you know, we see both situations we've mm-hmm. seen people that have renovated them and then put them on the market shortly afterwards. But typically and when they put that much effort into it, most people end up staying in the house.
6: Well, yeah, I would imagine so. Why move when you got the best house now? That that makes yeah. a lot of sense to me.
2: Yeah, yeah. And if it's an owner occupied property, I mean, on like conforming money you can do ninety five L T V and it's still a rate and turner. So, if they did refinance in the future, it's, they never received cash out. So, it's always treated as a rate and term.
6: I see. Very good. Hey, quickly, what do you see rates heading in the next uh, 90 days?
2: Oh, 90 days. In today's environment, that's a hard question. I, if I was in a, <laughs> Sure
8: is. That's
6: if why I asked you.
2: <laughs> a, if I was in a position where I had to refi, I would do it now. Right. Because I don't anticipate them. Yep, they did get better a couple weeks ago. But yes, they did. For about 48 hours, and then they disappeared again. Right. So in this market, flat is a good thing. Better, you wish you had already had your application in. Right. Um, but, it, I mean, I would. it's not unrealistic to think they're going to pick upward.
6: Okay, very good. And um, could you give our audience your telephone number, if that's okay, in case they had a couple of questions on this terrific product you you're telling us about certainly
2: it's 949 529
6: okay so that's as local as you can get in our listening audience so any, anybody out there who, who's looking to get this type of product and as i said there's a ton of you out there uh give brian a call or you can call us here at malibu funding we'll be happy to answer any and all questions you have in in terms of your loans refinance or purchase uh brian thanks very much it's been brian hewitt from Remen. uh Again, thanks a lot, Brian. Well,
2: thank you for the opportunity to speak with you and everybody who listens questions to you. I appreciate it.
6: No, and we'll have you back on the show because, uh, you know, I, I like this, this type of product discussion. It really advances what people know in the marketplace, and that's kind of what the show is all about. So I really appreciate it.
2: Oh, no problem at all, sir.
6: Okay, very good. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
5: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.MalibuFunding.net. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. For more information on today's topic, email Jeff Barton at info at MalibuFunding.net. Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton.
6: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. Our telephone number here is Um, if you pick up the phone right now and you can get through and talk to us about refinancing purchases, there's a lot of opportunities out there in the marketplace to get in on extremely low, low rates. I know I sound like a broken record, especially on the radio. Um, we've had low rates now continuously for uh, ad infinitum, and um, we're always... Warning people about the rates going up, it's not a scare tactic, it's just the reality. We can't continue to have low rates forever, but currently we do. So it is a real good opportunity for you to get into the marketplace and buy a home or refinance your current home if you need money to take out for uh, student debt. Maybe you've got some medical problems. There's a lot of issues out there that uh, only you know about, and we can certainly help you by going through the options for you. Uh, No obligation. Give us a call. We also can be reached if you want to email us, info at malibufunding.net, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're, uh, we've got a blog, uh, I've got a few pigeons we can send your way, but whatever we can do to help you uh, understand a little bit more about the mortgage industry and a little bit more about how you can decipher what we're doing. Uh, we bring to the show often uh, terrific guests, and uh, today we have uh, Rob Fordham uh, from LS Wholesale. I really appreciate him coming on. It's his first time on the show. Rob, how you doing?
9: Doing well. Thank you for having us. Yeah, that's definitely from actually clarification from LD wholesale. But what did I um, say?
6: LS. My po- yeah, my problem. It. I lost my my sheet <laughs> in front of me, which had LD wholesale. Um, and we we've been doing um, business with uh, Rob for. Oh, probably a little over a year, year and a half. Uh, We have a group that really likes him and likes the company that they're doing business, and I thought having him on the show would be a a good idea. Give us an idea of some of the programs that differentiate you from maybe some of your competition or or what you value as um, uh, your place in the business uh, versus other companies.
9: Yeah, I'd say first and foremost, LD Wholesale is an agency lender, and we offer the majority of the products that you see with many of our competitors and, and then major banks. Um, where we really try to press is on the technology and offering process and, uh, and service levels that help to one expedite the files, get purchases done quicker, turn to, turn the refis around, um, and we remain competitively priced uh, we 're a blanket of sure uh, a branch of loan depot, so we 've got some national coverage in regards to products and pricing, and we definitely remain a market leader in those aspects
6: you know we, we have um... Uh, a number of customers who come to us all the time and asking about some different products that uh, some companies have some companies don't have i know that there are there are fix-up loans there are loans that you can uh, use with fannie mae now uh, which you can get the future value of your home uh, and borrow against that Uh, i know that fha has got some uh, additional like a 203k do you guys deal in any kind of loans like that
9: Currently we don't. um, I actually, when I was at a previous lender, probably five or six years ago, we used to do a lot of the FHA 3K.
6: Every
1: day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
10: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chompacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
9: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid
0: were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
9: You mentioned the Fannie Mae product, which is home style Banks right. like women and some of them have those. We currently don't offer those on the wholesale channel, but it is something that they have talked about.
6: And when you uh, do loans with. Um, uh, a couple of guys from our company. W- what is the product that they enjoy doing with you the most? Is it an FHA product or is it more conventional?
9: You know, I'm getting a full mix from from your team. You know, we get a we get a handful of FHA for the purchases. Right. Uh, we we do a group of uh, VA as well as the conventional. So really a, a solid product.
6: Now the VA loans. To explain to the, the the people listening. I know that um, we do. Um, well, we probably do 10 to 15 VA loans a year, and some of the some of the values. Uh, that you have in a, in doing a loan like that. Can you just explain that to the audience?
9: Yeah, if you have a veteran that has the VA benefits, uh, VA financing is some of the best financing you can get. Uh, you have 100% financing with no more uh, with no monthly mortgage interest. So that's a big pickup over products product, say, like FHA. Right. Um, you can do a cash out loan all the way to 100% LTV up to the county loan limits again, with no mortgage insurance. You do have an upfront funding fee, but again, the the, the interest rates that you get on a government loan like VA are typically a decent chunk lower than you do on the conventional. Again, without having
3: that mortgage insurance, it's just. KCAA Loma Linda at 106.5 FM K293 CF Marino Valley. It's a great
6: product. And how does one qualify for that other than being a vet? Are there some hoops you have to jump through? Is it more no, complex? I mean, if
9: you're, and forgive me if there's exact particulars, but typically if you do serve. Your full term in the in the, in the U.S. military and any of the branch services, you do get the VA vet, veteran benefits. But aside from that, it's qualifying just like you would on a conventional or FHA loan. So it is a great product. We do have some clients in areas, you know, in San Diego or even up uh, up in Ventura near some of the naval bases that right. really work with a lot of veterans. And veterans go into all the public services, police officers, firemen, right, public services. So, you know, you typically find them in, in many of your communities, so, it's a, it's, a, it's a great product.
6: What is the... You talked about a funding fee. What is what is that, and, and how much does it cost?
9: Just like you would on FHA, funding fee on FHA is 1.75% up front. VA has it depending on uh, their veteran's entitlement, whether right. you know, so on, um, like, say, a cash out loan, it could be as high as 3.3% uh, funding fee. Um, on a, a VA URL, which is a, a streamlined, it's a half of a point. So it really varies per product and program.
6: Where have you worked prior to here and how long you been in the business i know we've uh, talked I... about it briefly but uh, just so that people understand that you know you sound obviously like you know exactly what you're talking about very straightforward and, and that's kind of like how we like to do it here at malibu funding just tell it as it is plain and simple and, and let people decide
9: well, that's it, and I think that's why I've built the relationships I have with your team and, and some of our other clients. Right. And I, I started back in the Altai days, I think about 2001, for Wilmington Finance. Sure. Um, and then the same owner of Wilmington opened Newpen Financial a handful of years back, so I was there four years prior to coming on with People. So I haven't been with many companies, but it seems as though... Uh, you know, I've worked with a lot of the same brokers and clients like yourself, That we've had a great
2: partnership for a long
9: time.
6: Okay, so you've been around since 2001. You went through some tough times d- during the uh, recession or the depression or whatever people are calling it. It was a terrible, awful time, and I did no loans during 2009 at all. What do you say is the biggest difference between doing loans today and doing loans then?
9: Well, if you want to say two, pre-2007, 2008, you know, it's definitely a, little, a lot more accountability. Um, you know, definitely qualifying is, is, is more exact with income and assets where we kind of got away from that through that period of 2003 to 2007 with some of the stated products and whatnot. Right. So again, we were qualifying borrowers that qualify. And and while there were some growing pains from that 08 to let's say 2010, now I think we've put ourselves in a good position where the rates are low, people are qualifying and we're we're holding the housing market versus where where it took a big crash.
6: Yeah, I think so, too, and I think um, uh, those type of products, I just had a guest on the show, and I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, products like a stated income or a bank statement program, did, does your company do that? And then what is the feeling of, from yourself and your company about those type of programs?
9: Stated, no. Um, bank statement programs, you start to hear about some of them because now we're in the qualified mortgage or QM era right. where you have non-QM loans, which be bank statements. You get a lot of banks that want to potentially offer them. It comes down to being able to have a proper QC. Um, and I think there, we may get to a point where that's going to be uh, available. You have banks like Quicken who offer the rocket mortgage, right. where everything is be able, you can access it all electronic, the verification of bank statements, employment, whatnot. I think as we get more to the linking of all the data that can be uh, accessed electronically, we might see more of these programs validated and come to market because we can verify and have some confidence
6: in them. Now, Rocket Mortgage, you say that. It's interesting that you say that. I've heard the ads, and there's a there's a great deal of um, resistance in the regulatory industry. As a matter of fact, the the guy who heads the CFPB, Richard Caudry, was, was targeting specifically electronic mortgage companies, i.e. that there's no loan officer involved. There's nobody but the customer and the sources to be able to input the data. Um, what do you think about those companies, and do you think there's a place for them in the market?
9: I think it's a fine line. I think replacing a loan officer and the accountability of that aspect of it, I'm not so sure that's the direction I personally would go, but the ability to verify data
8: mm-hmm. electronically
9: without having, say, for example, a broker having to provide a verification of employment right. or a VOD to, to ensure the compliance of the bank statements, being able to access all that information at a touch of a button, because it really is all out there. Of course um, it is. To be able to get there, I think that's a good piece of it. But to completely rule out client services and client care, uh, that, that's not necessarily the direction I would take. It, that's my opinion.
6: Yeah, it's my opinion too. Okay, let's let's hit the uh, the the number one uh, button issue: uh, rates. Where are they going? What do you see in the next ninety days?
9: <laughs> well, the Fed raised rates last year, and they dropped. So, right. Um, right,
6: exactly. But, so maybe they should raise them again. Is that what you're saying?
9: That, yeah, that's the running <laughs> it's the running joke. I mean, we've, we've been sitting pretty consistent. I was comparing lots today with uh, pricing mid-January, and we're kind of right around the same price we were two months ago.
8: Right. It's been a great,
9: great for qualifying and buyers going out there to purchase new homes. I'd be happy if it sits consistent and stays where it's at for a little bit. I think it will hedge up rates, but... It's gone are the days where it was just what happens in the U.S. and in interest rates. Every time we turn around, something else is happening globally or with yep. oil, and rates drop. So you have no idea anymore.
6: Well, I think the idea of a flight to safety has really always been the U.S. market, and especially now with at least treasuries and bonds yielding something as opposed to potentially losing it all, I think that's why we see the rates the way they are. Rob, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Could you quickly give the audience uh, or the uh, listening audience uh, your telephone number in case they have some questions?
9: Yeah, Rob Fordham at LD Wholesale. I'm at area code 818-568-6505, and I'm available anytime.
6: Rob, really, once again, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I want to have you
9: back. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We'll talk with you soon.
6: Okay, very good. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
5: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. This is The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For questions or comments, send emails to info at Now, back to The Mortgage Voice with your host, Jeff Barton.
6: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. The telephone number here is 888-713-2929. And again, I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry in Malibu Funding, Inc. Uh, We always bring to the show terrific guests. Today we have had on the show a lot of uh, account executives from different lenders. Now let's get a uh, perspective from our Northern California group that works there diligently to bring great loans and obviously real estate to um, you, the public, uh, Darren Woodworth, how are you? Darren, how are you doing?
11: Oh, super fantastic. Having a great day.
6: Yeah, me too. And I, and I always tell Darren when he calls that if being positive is 90% of it, man. You, you've definitely got 100% of it. very positive guy, uh, someone who's knowledgeable in the industry. Could you, Darren, give people an idea of where you work and uh, the areas that you serve?
11: Uh, I actually have a, a wide variety. I'm in Napa, Solano County. Um, but I'll work all the way up to uh, Santa Clara County, San Jose, all the way to Sacramento.
6: Okay, very good. Give us the uh, real estate prices. Where are they? Are they going up? Are they coming down? What's the affordability up there?
11: Uh, right now, just went on the market. I'm looking for a, a few homes for a couple of clients right now. Um, there's 16 listings right now in my area in Vallejo. And it seems... Um,
6: 16?
8: Yes, One I just six. To
11: a ge- I just talked to a gentleman that had 20 offers on a property. kind oh, she's still crazy.
6: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, how do you get people who really need a house in that particular area? Any 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 property? I mean, it just sounds ridiculous. Sixteen. Wow. Yep. Yeah. OK. So uh, in, in in scenarios like that, obviously, you, you deal in a broader range. What do you do? You bring them to other areas? Obviously, you have to.
11: Uh, show them if, if they like that property. I talk to the listing agent and uh, let them know my potential buyer is really interested. Uh, it's good. Good rapport with the listing agent is uh, critical.
6: Okay, that's good. Um, tell the audience what separates you when you take people out on on uh, potential purchases, especially representing buyers, and how that particular difference has worked.
11: Uh, well, actually, I listen to my buyers. Um, I just uh, got somebody approved. Um, that was going through, well, they have been through a divorce, uh, bankruptcy, and a foreclosure. Right. Um, I, was able to, I was able to pull credit and actually get them up above 710 credit score. So I actually uh, did a lot of work. Um, I have this program. It's called Universal Credit Services, and it allows me to take a look at uh, credit lines, and it tells me what to do to improve credit scores. So it's a really good tool.
6: And when you take people like this who have actually improved not only their credit score, but their ability to get a loan uh, out to look at houses, uh, how do you represent that to this relationship that you have with the other agent? Obviously, you said that's extremely important, especially in a market where you're getting multiple offers.
11: Yeah, actually, when you're, you're when you're uh, with clients like that where you've already done a lot of footwork and got them to a credit score where they're... A really good potential buyer. Um, you've been with that client for you know a month or two or three or four or six months. Um, you have a good rapport with those buyers. You got to pass that information off to the listing agent and let them know that your your situation that you've been with these people um, working day and night to get them to where they are to buy something.
6: Right, and that's the key to to establishing this rapport and obviously trying to get a leg up for your buyers. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, the the listing agents, when they're out there sifting through the numerous offers, and I assume most of these properties are going to get multiple offers, um, what do you also bring to them in terms of the loan side to secure the fact that these people are well qualified? I heard you talk about credit score. What else do you bring to the table for that?
11: Yeah, actually, um, a lot of these people, like this agent I just got off the phone with, he had 16 offers, well, 20 offers on a property, and then not one of them he had met. So they're all emailed um, purchase offers to that, that listing agent. I actually like to get with the listing agent, build some rapport. Me too. Um, and then I get to show them credit score, get to show them the work that they've done to get to where they are. And that kind of like gets me my foot in the door for that listing agent.
6: How long have you been in the business, turn? Uh, about 15 years. Okay. When you first started, wasn't it standard policy that everybody presented offers to the seller?
11: Absolutely. Now it's kind of email.
6: Yeah. I think what happened is, is that it got so busy during the time where, you know, the market went crazy, people just didn't have the time or they didn't feel like it. But the f- personal, the face-to-face, the real, I mean... Getting to know who the representative is as well as the buyer, I think it really helps. And if there's any advice I could give anybody who's looking for a house to purchase, make sure at least your agent gives it a shot to present in person. I think it's it's invaluable, and I think sometimes that makes all the difference in the world. Absolutely. Now, when you're also, you're out there in the marketplace, you're, you're doing what you do, which is not easy to do. Uh, you're also a dad, I assume, yes? Yep. You see, I knew, I knew you were a dad. How do you balance home life, work life, you know, um, spiritual life to give yourself a, a, full, a full life without getting too stressed? Because this is a crazy, stressful business.
11: Well, absolutely. Mind, body, and spirit is what I always talk about is... Uh, you know, if I'm not fully spiritually charged where my feet are and grateful for what I what I have today, um, I'm going to be restless, irritable, and discontent, and uh, right. I'm not going to be too happy.
6: Right. No, and I, I I live by those same exact words. I know that out there in the marketplace when we're doing business, sometimes you have to take a deep breath. And for those people listening, I know you all feel this way because if you're trying to buy a house and there's 20 other buyers, you're stressed. Or if you're trying to raise your FICO scores so that you can get in on the low interest rates, you're stressed. Well, having someone who understands that, myself, Darren, a number of people that work for me or anybody in your life is going to help you at least take a deep breath. Because this is not a simple process, is it?
11: Uh, no, it's uh, up and down. I tell my buyers and uh, not to get too emotionally attached to things because the emotions, you know, it's a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. Write an offer, don't write an offer. Right. It's crazy.
6: No, it is crazy. And I think what happens to most buyers is when they're unsuccessful with a certain agent, they look at the agent and they go, hey, you must be the problem. Well, managing expectations on anything, especially buying a house or getting a loan, is the number one job of any good agent. Just to maintain an even keel with your borrowers or with your buyers or both is primary job because the emotions up and down are going to make you so exhausted you're just going to want to quit. Yep. So uh, in addition to, like, obviously listening to the clients, what are some of the other things you might help them with to understand that the process is ongoing and that you're with them 100%? Uh,
11: Just reassuring them that, um, you know, we're in it for the long haul. So um, the first offers, you know, if you get accepted on the first offer, that's an amazing task. Right. Um, I just picked up a listing in San Jose, that will be coming on the market within the next couple of weeks. Uh, duplex. So I'll put that out there that it's uh, not on the market yet, but in a couple of weeks it will be. Uh, 799. It's a duplex right on Third 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 uh, Street in San Jose. Santa Clara.
6: Okay. Hey, uh, give people your telephone number. That was a good pitch right there.
11: Hey, yeah, phone. my phone number is uh, 408-425-7845.
6: Okay, and and obviously through the course of the conversation that we're having today, just... How do you get people into uh, situations where they're able to purchase on a very difficult and multiple uh, offer situation as well as working with a client, working on the client's expectations, trying to minimize the up and down roller coaster of all these things so that the emotions are in check and that you're in there for the long haul? Certainly right now you've given us an an idea of, of something in the market that's coming up that is yet on the market. That's awesome. And um, I really appreciate you, obviously, doing that and uh, coming on the show once again.
11: Well, thank you, Jeff, for calling.
6: Oh, no problem. Hey, just quickly, because I've asked everybody, and I was, I'm going to ask you too. I know you follow it. W- what do you think the rates are going to do um, in the next 90 days?
11: Uh, right now they're they're holding steady. So this morning we had a uh, price uh, increase, but it, it's just uh, – they do. They do that all the time. It goes up and down during the day. So, right. the next ninety days, um, got to get in now. You, yeah. you never know.
6: Right. Well, that's very funny. I know you never know because uh, the way, like the world, like the presidential race, things change quickly, and uh, obviously emotions play a big part of that. So the markets always respond to emotional events, whether they be. Um, uh, turmoil overseas in, in the markets or on the streets or here at home in the presidential race. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your uh, experience, strength, and hope. Appreciate that.
11: Hey, thanks a lot, Jeff. You have a super fantastic
5: day.
6: And you too, Darren. And this is Darren Woodworth, and he's a loan officer for Malibu Funding. And I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry. We'll be right back.
5: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www malibufunding.net we'll be right back with more in just a moment for more information on today's topic email Jeff Barton at info at malibufunding.net now back to the mortgage voice with your host Jeff Barton
6: welcome back everybody I'm Jeff Barton your voice in the mortgage industry 888-713-2929 is the telephone number and of course Malibu Funding can be reached via email info at malibufunding.net you can also reach us uh, via the web, www.malibufunding.net. Um, you know, it's odd. Uh, we get a lot of offers uh, in business in what we do and how we do it. I just got a offer the other day to buy malibufunding.com. What do you think is the difference, Daryl, between .net and .com?
10: I think that people s- standardly go to .com just as a knee-jerk and don't look for .us or .biz or .uh-
6: dot yeah you know, whatever it is dot yeah. tx dot yeah. sx there's dot, a lot of them <laughs> yeah, there's only, i think there's 27 to 30 of them and it just drives me nuts i know I, my pad has a dot
10: com button on it and it doesn't have a dot anything else
6: right well you know what it's funny so anyway we we've put in a a, a bid on it and I'm, I'm always it always irritates me that i have to buy something that's not of value to anybody else
10: but if you put uh, the word the or uh, number one or something on either side of it, you could take it anyway.
6: Well, that's true. That's absolutely true. And we had, uh, we had Malibu Funding One. That's one of our email addresses that we use and uh, uh, .com, of course. Yeah, it's just always interesting to me because the, the information age really exists in the .com world. I mean somebody approached me to to register
10: my radio station with an am or fm uh as the the extension. As the moniker yeah or or tv i've got a radio right. station they wanted me to put dot tv after it made no sense to
6: me. <laughs> well that's like the um the online ad that uh, gives you a 800 number it's just you know come to the website and here's our 800 number and i'm like well what do you want me to do you want me to call you you want me to go to your website well our website of course is terrific we And if I don't mind saying so myself, uh, we have a lot of great loan officers there that you can look at in terms of uh, how you want to proceed. If you want to work with us or if you just want to call somebody up, email somebody, uh, look at their profile on any number of uh, uh, sites, whether it be a LinkedIn situation. What do you think of LinkedIn, by the way?
10: I like LinkedIn uh, a lot because it's not as uh, socialized as Facebook. Obviously, Facebook you got people's pets, you got people yeah. eating it in the surf, and all of that. And, and LinkedIn is more business oriented.
6: I agree, and I, I like LinkedIn too. And I've gotten probably more requests in the last uh, thirty days than I haven't last year. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because. Malibu Funding is a bigger, better organization, or people just are out of work looking around for something. I have no idea.
10: But the social media has gone to Twitter and then Instagram now is the, and then Snapchat, right? There's always one or two ahead of you no matter where you are.
6: It's funny. My daughter, who's 17, and my son, who is 21, they are in different Internet and social media universes. <laughs> my My 21-year-old has no idea what my 17-year-old is doing. And what you said... Snapchat is the number one way that they do their uh, communication. And, yeah. I mean, and what's, what's the promise of Snapchat? You do it, and it disappears. Of course, it never disappears. Within
10: a period they say. The seven seconds, within, right? Yeah, yeah.
6: Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Supposed to be. Okay, so I'm on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is Jeff6493, just so people know. But what I've noticed on Twitter is that sometimes you get, you know, you follow people, but they just can't help themselves. They're tweeting every three seconds. And I have... There's a guy, uh Dave, let's call him Dave. He um he, he he tweets I mean just twenty times a day. I don't nobody has that much to say. The president doesn't tweet twenty times a day.
10: When I first put my website up for the radio station they wanted me to do a blog, right? <laughs> yes. And maybe the first week I posted twice, the second week I didn't, the third week maybe once. I'm done with that. I I, I don't have time to blog.
6: I'm sorry. You know, my blogs are about, mm, I would say, 200 words every time I blog. I can't, I'm not a lengthy wordsmith. I wish I was, but it takes time because you you have to entertain as well as, and all that's, you know, you're writing it, so it has to be right. Well, I mean, uh, the same way you interview people and ask the questions,
10: you, you have very straightforward questions. You want quick, straightforward answers. Right. No, not a lot of doci do. And uh, unfortunately, the internet and, and social media is looking for more words than content sometimes.
6: Well, that's true, too. And linking all these things together takes a full time person to do it. I mean, I have someone at the office who does a lot of our social media, but. When it comes down to, okay, do you want to have somebody QC a file or do you want to have them update your blog, I think QC and the file is going to win out 100% of the time. I got an uh, email from somebody recently says, please
10: don't respond to my uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. He's, I've got somebody hired to take care of that, and I don't even read it.
6: <laughs> so if you really want to talk to me, exactly. g- give me a call. Exactly. That's old school media. Come on by. Yeah, drop Come by. Come That's very funny. Okay, let's go to news to use, and let's go through a couple of things in the news, which I thought was very interesting. Um, We talked a little bit on the show about the minimum wage, and apparently up in Sacramento, where all bad things happen, according to me, um, the governor has, uh, along with the unions—now, I don't understand why there isn't some small business section that's mentioned in the article, but there isn't— they are planning by 2020 to raise the state minimum wage to $15. And I, I, my daughter asked me, of course, and when I was her age, I was a um, an actual communist, you know, because I thought that the government should pay for everything and the fat cats who are out there in the world are too rich and everybody's getting ripped off. Well, now that I'm the old fat cat myself, I'm not not really all that interested in, you know, feeding and populating everybody in their wallet with uh, a certain amount of money guaranteed every month we kind of do that in our welfare state anyway and i'm not a republican i am a democrat been there all well, my whole life but i'm more like the um uh the democrats that uh, john kennedy was about which was basically that it's still about you doing for you uh, the government's there but only as a last resort well, anyway jerry brown here is has uh, decided that fifteen dollars an hour is the way to go and uh your thoughts what do you think
10: well, it's still several years away, and it what's is. going to happen to the price of everything else between now and then, right? I mean, Absolutely right. Yeah, price of milk, price of, of, of butter, whatever the case may be, is, is going to go up over the next few years. No matter what happens to inflation or what happens to the rates, they'll always find a reason to, to raise the, the, the staples. And, uh, you know, we'll get there, and, and believe me, by the time we get there, 15 bucks may not be the answer.
6: Well, fifteen bucks may not be anything at that time. People are saying, "Well, what about twenty dollars? What about sixteen? you know uh, you know making sure that everybody gets paid a, a wage that they can live on?
10: I was listening to a talk radio guy last night, uh, pretty knowledgeable who said that 's six years from now between now and six years from now, you can get an undergraduate degree, you can get a, a, a an advanced degree. you can change your life substantially between now and then
6: absolutely right, as you 'd well know i 'm in college still. Uh, I'm on the 43-year plan. But for those for those people who can actually get into school and get out of school with a degree, obviously anybody with an education, especially a college education, is going to improve their income significantly. Go online and Google that, and you will see that if you have a high school degree versus no degree versus a college degree, well, a college degree, even, even regardless of what it costs you, is going to yield you, oh, some unbelievable an- amount of money more than if you just had a, a high school degree.
10: Well, just getting in the right, even the right resume sort, right? Yeah, absolutely Let's right. divide the master's right. from the non-master's degrees.
6: Absolutely. And a master's degree really only takes you 18 months, and that's part-time. I mean, if you went full-time, it takes you a year. So true, it's really not, not that big a deal. All right, let's move on quickly to um, the uh, cash sales that we've had in the marketplace in Southern California. I want to say hi to everybody in our listening audience who would be our Inland Empire Um, North Orange County, East Los Angeles County, certainly San Bernardino, Riverside, and reaching all the way up to the Hemet and Yucaipa and these terrific places that we do a lot of business. Cash sales in Los Angeles County and in nationally have really dropped significantly um, for the first time in eight years. Uh, Now, this number I'm going to say to you, 33%, sounds high, right? 33% cash buyers? Well, that's really the lowest number that we've had in, you know, eight, nine years. So this bodes well for people who are qualified for a loan and can show on their particular submission for an offer on a purchase that they are qualified for a loan. And pre-qualifications, we've gone through that in the show several times, but it's very important to get a pre-approval, not a pre-qualification. I know the contracts call for a pre-qual, but if you can show your credit score and you can show your income and you can show a pre-approval from a um, a government source like a Fannie Mae or a Freddie Mac, which you can get from certainly from Malibu Funding but from any other number of different sources, it's really going to help when you come down to am um, I going to sort through your offer or these other three offers, which which one do I particularly like better. Um, so the, the um, significance of that is get your offers in with a pre-approval letter and you have a much better chance of landing that particular property. And consequently, delinquencies, are at a nine-year low after a big drop in February. So this tells you that we've got great market out there. The real estate market is good, uh, and the real estate prices are high. Yes, they are high, but uh, if you can get in with a good offer, with a good loan, you stand a pretty good chance. I'm Jeff Barton, your voice in the mortgage industry, and we'll see you next time.
5: You're listening to The Mortgage Voice with Jeff Barton. For more on today's topic, visit www.malibufunding.net.
3: listening to kcaa loma linda california
1: the best station in the nation
2: your nbc sports radio update
8: starts now